0: Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today is artificial sweeteners. Now, this is important because so many people use artificial sweeteners to try to lose weight. Well, we just talked in the first part of the show. It's not a good idea. It doesn't work that way. We talked about people that are diabetic using artificial sweeteners. They want something sweet. Not a good idea. We talked about that in the first part of the show. What I want to talk about now is how artificial sweeteners actually mess with the chemistry of your body. If you listen to my shows before, you know I get excited about this stuff. When the chemistry of the body is affected and the neurotransmitters in the body are affected. So artificial sweeteners, precisely because they're sweet, encourage sugar cravings and sugar dependence. So the more you eat, the more sugar you want. So unsweetening the world diet may be the key to reversing obesity epidemic. We've got to unsweeten our whole diet. Now, uh, according to one review, uh, it said uh, uh, the reason for aspartame's potential uh, cause in weight gain is because of two amino acids called phenylalanine and aspartic acid. Now if you've heard my lectures before on this, uh, artificial sweeteners made up of aspartic acid, phenylalanine, and methyl esters. So phenylalanine and aspartic acid, these are the two amino acids that make up 90 percent of aspartame. They're known to rapidly stimulate the release of insulin and leptin. Now, if you release too much insulin the, body, insulin, the way insulin works is it goes into the body, it goes to the cell and acts like a key and it opens up the cell so sugar can go in. That's how insulin works. If we have a lot of insulin, the insulin is trying to open up all these cells and get the sugar in there and the cells go, stop it! I can't take any more. I've got too much sugar. I'm going to resist you. From working, it's called insulin resistance. Too much insulin causes insulin resistance. Leptin is a hormone that's released in your stomach and by fat cells as well, and goes into a part of the brain called the hypothalamus, and the hypothalamus says, I feel full. So if you release too much leptin, the hypothalamus becomes leptin-resistant. And so it says, I can't take anymore. I don't believe that you're really telling me to be full, and so if you're leptin-resistant, you eat too much. And so this is one of the reasons why overweight people have trouble stopping eating, because they don't feel full. So insulin and leptin uh, is released. These are two hormones that are intricately involved in making you feel full and in fat storage. So insulin and leptin are also the primary hormones that regulate your metabolism. So although you're not consuming calories in the form of sugar, aspartame can still raise your insulin and leptin levels. Elevated insulin and leptin levels, in turn, are the two driving forces behind obesity, diabetes, and a number of chronic other disease epidemics over time. So if your body is exposed to too much leptin, it will become resistant to it, just like your body becomes resistant to insulin. And once that happens, your body can no longer hear those hormone messages, hormonal messages telling your body to stop eating, to burn fat, to maintain a good sensitivity to sweets. And so what happens then? You remain hungry. You crave sweets. Your body uh, stores more fat. Leptin resist- res- resistance also causes an increase in visceral fat. We did a show uh, a couple of weeks ago on belly fat. If you go to our website, drjoe.com, uh, you can do- listen to that show as well. We did that on radio, not on television, but you can listen to the show on belly fat and how important belly fat or visceral fat is to your health. Getting rid of it is important to your health. So it sends you into a vicious cycle of hunger, fat storage, increased risk of heart disease, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and a bunch more. So additionally, large doses of phenylalanine can lower important neurotransmitters like serotonin. Serotonin, if you've ever heard my shows before, serotonin is a neurotransmitter that makes you happy. It makes you feel full. It makes you focus. And so now if we're doing artificial sweeteners, it affects your serotonin production. Serotonin becomes melatonin, which helps you sleep. So you're not happy, you're not focused, you're anxious, and that it can affect your sleep. So decreased serotonin levels reduce your feelings of feeling full, feeling happy, which can then lead to overeating and binge eating. And in the end, the research tells us that artificial sweeteners are, no, are nothing more than a pipe dream when it comes to being a dieter's aid. Because contrary to marketing campaigns claims, lower, no calorie artificial sweeteners are more likely to help you pack on the pounds than to shed them. This is why so many people use artificial sweetener and they're not losing weight. So what do they do? to use more artificial sweetener. So sweetener lesson 101, avoid artificial sweeteners as best you can. There's little doubt in my mind that artificial sweeteners can even, uh, are even worse for you than sugars. And there's scientific evidence to back up that conclusion. So here's a breakdown of what you need to know. Aspartame. Aspartame is a synthetic chemical composed of three ingredients, two amino acids, methionine, uh, uh, phenylalanine, methyl esters, uh, and, and aspartic acid. The amino acids phenylalanine and aspartic acid, these two common compounds that can be found in food, are usually completely safe for consumption when they're found with other amino acids. I always say this, they play well together. Aspartame is an ingredient found in many popular artificial sweeteners and and, and drinks. Forgetting for a moment that aspartame is metabolized in your body into both wood alcohol and formaldehyde, that's how they break down, and that's embalming tissue, and it needs to be eliminated from the body as quickly as possible. The filtering for this is done by your kidneys and your liver. So if you have kidney and liver issues, which we all have the potential of having, and you do artificial sweeteners, you've got to filter out uh, the phenylalanine, the, the aspartic acid, and the methyl esters. Methyl esters become methanol. Methanol becomes formaldehyde. And that's what has to be processed out through your liver. Uh, interesting story, if you've never heard this story before, I've told it a few times. Uh, years ago, I was dating a gal. And she told me after a couple of months she was a recovered alcoholic. And she said, would you be willing to come to an AA meeting with me? And I said, yeah, I'll go. Well, I didn't realize what a big deal this was. First of all, two major celebrities were there, which is kind of cool, but you can't say who they were because it's Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm sitting next to this one famous singer going, this is really cool. But I noticed something. A lot of these alcoholics were drinking diet soda, thin people. And I thought, that's strange. What are they doing for the caffeine? Because you know they gave up alcohol. They got another addiction here. But when I did the research, it turns out Aspartame breaks down to aspartic acid, phenylalanine methyl esters. Methyl esters is methanol, which is wood alcohol. They're drinking small amounts of alcohol at the AA meeting, and I went to the guy in charge and I said, "Listen, man, you need to give me five minutes to, to handle." The, I got to tell everybody this. He said, "You can't speak. You're not an alcoholic." I thought that was insane. I thought it was uh, dangerous to not allow somebody who has good information that can help these alcoholics. Because they're not going to stop being alcoholics. They're not going to get over it. I mean, Once you are, you suppose you always are. But they're giving themselves alcohol every day drinking artificial sweeteners. It wouldn't let me speak. Got pretty angry with that. So it has to be filtered out through the kidneys and the liver can cause problems. The trouble with the component parts of aspartic acid, one it, number one, is volume. In a normal protein, let's say meat or eggs or fish, things I wouldn't eat anyway. Phenylalanine and aspartic acid comprise 4 to 5% of the total amino acid profile. Other amino acids make up these proteins. That's how nature intends the body to encounter these two amino acids. And there's nothing wrong with these substances if they occur naturally in a proper balanced amino acid combination. But in aspartame, the ratio of aspartic acid and phenylalanine, these two amino acids, is 50% phenylalanine, 40% aspartic acid, and 10% methyl ester bonds, or wood alcohol, which is a known poison also. In other words, the percentage basis is the massive quality of these two unnaturally isolated amino acids that are simply not found in this ratio in nature. They're bonded together by a known poison, the methyl esters. The the result of this chemical cocktail is a sweet tasting, what we call an excitotoxin or a neurotoxin, neuro meaning nervous system. As a result of this unnatural structure, your body processes the amino acids found in aspartame very differently than they would from, let's say, a steak or a carrot. The amino acids in aspartame literally start attacking your cells. They even get into the brain and they can attack your brain cells, creating a toxic cellular overstimulation called excitotoxicity, excites the brain. And what happens, real simply put, it causes the brain to fire faster than it's supposed to and can actually burn out your brain cells. Monosodium glutamate is also a known excitotoxin, and that works synergistically with aspartame to create even more damage to the brain cells. So please, folks, for a, uh, there's a 1,000 reasons why I want you to avoid aspartic acid, phenylalanine, and methyl esters. What's that called? Aspartame. Sucralose is a synthetic chemical that's made in a laboratory and is a five-step patented process of, of, to make sucralose. Three chlorine molecules are added to one sugar molecule. So what will happen is some people argue that, na- that in nature, uh, foods also contain chloride, uh, which is true. However, in nature, the chloride is connected by what's called ionic bonds, and they're easily broken down. They're in a covalent bond that does not disassociate in sucralose. Again, it's a little chemistry there. The body has trouble breaking it down. There's no covalent chlorine bonds in organic compounds found in nature. They only exist in a synthetic man-made form. So aside from sucralose, other examples of synthetically covalently bonded chlorine chemicals include DDT, Agent Orange. So chemicals, we can create it in the lab to create this covalent bond, which is very difficult for the body to break down, and that's when it becomes toxic. Now, your body has no enzymes to break down these covalently bonded chlorides. So why would it? It never existed in nature. The human body has never had any reason to address this. And since it's not broken down or metabolized by your body, they can claim uh, that it can be a non-caloric, so essentially, you can't absorb it. But supposedly, it passes right through you. However, research is done, uh, which is primarily primarily extrapolated from animal studies, not so much from human studies, but it indicates that 15% of sucralose is, in fact, absorbed in your digestive system. It doesn't pass right through you, and it's ultimately stored in your body. So you've probably heard claims that the FDA has reviewed over 100 studies on sucralose, and it satisfies that it's a safe product. But what you don't hear is that most of these studies are done on animals, and that they are actually, uh, they've revealed plenty of problems. Uh, For example, some uh, some studies have found decreased red blood cells, sign of anemia, increased male infertility by interfering with sperm production and vitality, as well as brain lesions in high doses. And again, this is sucralose. Enlarged calcified kidneys, spontaneous abortions in nearly half the rabbit population given sucralose compared to zero aborted pregnancies in the control group. 23% increased death rate in rabbits compared to 6% death rate in the control groups. Only two human trials that I know of have ever been completed and published prior to the FDA approving sucralose for human consumption. And these trials had a total of 36 human uh, subjects. Worse yet, the longest-running trial lasted only... For days, So it's not something you really want to put into your body. It's something we want to uh, try to avoid at all costs. Uh, when you put sucralose into the human body, a mere eight men were studied in this one study. And based on that singular human study, the FDA found that it was generally uh, recognized as safe, or grass they call it, generally recognized as safe for human population consumption. Artificial sweeteners, the worst form is, uh, it, it's worse than things like fructose. Okay. Now, I'm going to cover some other things aside from artificial sweeteners. I think we, we, we kind of covered the fact that I hope you don't do these things. Uh, again, if you want to, it's up to you. Whatever you decide to do is totally up to you. I'm just giving you the research. What you decide to do is up to you. I wouldn't put an artificial sweetener in my body. Now, other sweeteners like fructose, including things like agave. So artificial sweeteners are out of, uh, uh, out of the picture for a second. I want to cover some other sweeteners real quick as we have a few minutes left. It's time to eliminate other health-harming sweeteners that are masquerading as healthy sugars. Fructose, for example. Fructose, remember this is a dosing issue. Small doses are harmless, and large doses are uh, pathogenic. I had a patient one time who was a pharmacist. He said, what's the difference between uh, a, a food and a poison? And I said, what? He said, dose. And it's true, how much you take in. You probably heard the news about high fructose corn syrup already being bad for you. If you listen to my shows, you know I've talked about it before. Also results, uh, many people are interested in staying healthy, so they use something called agave. Now, agave is a sweetener. And what happens is, if you take sugar, plain old white table sugar, 50% fructose, 50% glucose, the glucose is utilized by the body as a fuel. The fructose has to be broken down into glucose in order to be processed as a fuel. In the process, the body produces uric acid. Now, as a chiropractor, my team of doctors are very concerned with pain management and getting you healthy as well. But we can give you the best chiropractic care in the world. And I believe my doctors are some of the best in the world because they're my doctors. They take care of me. But we also do nutrition workup on all our patients. So if you're doing a lot of fructose, fructose converts into, uh, into glucose and creates something called uric acid. Uric acid gets in your joints and it hurts. So if we're giving you the best chiropractic care in the world and you're doing a lot of fructose and high fructose corn syrup, you're fighting us. And I don't want you to fight us. I want you to stay with us so that we can get you well fast. That's not the worst part. Uric acid prevents the body from properly producing nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels. And that increases circulation to your brain, your reproductive organs, uh, your arms, your legs, your heart, your organs, and it helps with metabolism. So one of our most popular supplements we have are Dr. Joe's nitric oxide support. It's on the website, drjoe.com. I take it every day. It increases circulation. Uh, It helps my brain function. Uh, It helps reproductive function. Everything works real well when you have the right nitric oxide. And as you get older, especially after 40, your nitric oxide levels plummet. And so by taking nitric oxide support, that can help with circulation. But if you're taking fructose, you're shutting down. You're fighting us. So that's why I want you to really try to avoid that fructose. Now, plain table sugar is 50% fructose, 50% glucose. High fructose corn syrup. How bad is that? It's so terrible. 55% fructose. That little percent, 5%, makes a big difference. Agave nectar, up to 85% fructose. Way more fructose in agave nectar than you need. So I want you to stay away from agave nectar. Not a good choice. Uh, Nitric oxide, of course, if we we avoid these things, it works real well. Um, If you're avoiding fructose, it it prevents your body from uh, breaking down uh, the, the nitric oxide production. So, nitric oxide, one of our most popular supplements. Another supplement, we talked about this earlier, is Dr. Joe's supergreens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Extremely popular. Because what happens is, with supergreens and Essential Source, when it gets into the body, it's the minimum amount of nutrients you need in a day. So when you take uh, Super Greens and Essential Source, it helps control hunger. Because when you're hungry, you're not hungry for food, you're hungry for nutrition. And so if you're giving your body the nutrients that it needs, that's what we look for. So in order to crave a lot of sugar cravings, I'll tell people, take Dr. Joe's supergreens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, and then the nitric oxide to increase circulation, and that'll help get the circulation through your body and flush out the waste products. And I can't tell you how many patients over the years have told me, Dr. Joe, I can't afford not to take supergreens Greens, an essential source. I feel amazing when I take supergreens Greens, an essential source, and I eat less. So that's what they mean. They, they eat so much less food, they're saving money, they can easily afford all the supplements and still have money left over. And feel great. So if you're not willing to do anything else, I'm going to recommend you at least take Super Greens and Essential Source. They're on the website, drjoe.com, drjo We have over 1,000 hours of podcasts there. Uh, we have videos, audios. It's broken down now. You can watch videos. You can listen to audios. You can read articles. However you want to learn, we've put it in a form that you can learn. So just type in what you're looking for in a search bar. Chances are we've done shows on it, TV, radio, uh, articles. There's usually plenty of information on the website. If you can't find the answer, then go ahead and email me through the website, and we'll go ahead and try to answer it for you directly. So fructose, not good. High fructose corn syrup, worse. Uh, agave nectar, even worse. Also what fructose does is it tricks your body into gaining weight by fooling your metabolism. So as it turns off your body's appetite control system, fructose does not appropriately stimulate insulin, which in turn does not suppress ghrelin. All right, let me back up a little bit here. Leptin is released by your stomach, goes into the hypothalamus as are full. Fructose stimulates the production of another hormone called ghrelin. Ghrelin makes you feel hungry. So it shuts down your leptin production and stimulates your ghrelin production. So you're not feeling full and you're feeling more hungry. And it doesn't stimulate leptin, which together result in you eating more and developing what's called insulin resistance. Type 2 diabetes is what it's ultimately called when you have insulin resistance. Fructose also rapidly leads to weight gain and abdominal obesity, the beer belly. And we did a whole show on belly fat. Go to our website, drjoe.com, type in belly fat. We did a whole show on that. If you have belly fat, we teach you how to get rid of that. It decreases your good cholesterol, increases your bad cholesterol, elevates your triglycerides, it elevates your blood sugar, it can elevate your blood pressure. This is called a metabolic syndrome. This is what fructose does, and especially high fructose corn syrup. Over time, at least insulin resistance, which is not only an underlying factor for type 2 diabetes and heart disease, but also many cancers. Fructose is what we call isocaloric but not isometabolic, which means you can have the same amount of calories from fructose or glucose, uh, fructose, protein, but the fructose and what happens is the metabolic effect will be entirely different despite the identical caloric intake. Okay? So we got some big issues. So we got a lot of issues here with artificial sweeteners. I want to review them real quick. I want to wrap it up then for us. Aspartame, aspartic acid, phenylalanine, and methyl esters. Aspartic acid and phenylalanine are neurotoxins. They, they stimulate, they excite the brain, they, and they can burn out your brain cells. Methyl esters converts into methanol. Methanol is wood alcohol. Wood alcohol has to be processed through your liver and your kidneys. Methanol converts into formaldehyde, which is a class A carcinogenic. So aspartame, not on my list of favorite things. Sucralose. Sucralose is a chlorinated hydrocarbon. And what we do is we take glucose, we add five, five molecules. It's a five-step process. We add chlorine to it, create a chlorinated hydrocarbon. Another thing that chlorinated hydrocarbons do is they stimulate your estrogen receptor sites. It makes the body act like it has estrogen. Estrogen causes you to gain weight. Estrogen is a growth hormone. So if you're releasing a lot of estrogen uh, and stimulating foods, and sucralose being one of them, you act like you have estrogen, which causes you to lay down fat. Fat then produces estrogen. When I went to school 100 years ago, we were taught that fat was a blob. That's all it was. It was unsightly. Nah, probably wasn't too good for your health. Now it turns out that fat becomes a living, breathing organ. It produces hormones. It has its own circulation. So fat's really bad. But fat produces estrogen, which causes you to lay down fat, which causes you to produce estrogen, which causes you to lay down fat. So I really want you to avoid these things. And estrogen is a growth hormone. Many cancers grow in the presence of excess estrogen. You've got to be careful with that. So we did say earlier, and I want to say it again, in case you're just tuning in. There are great substitutes for artificial sweetener that taste sweet but don't have the negative side effects. Stevia. Now if you're going to do stevia, I want you to do organic stevia. The reason is many times they take stevia and they cut it with something called maltodextrin. Maltodextrin can be made from genetically modified corn. And there's a whole world out there. We've done shows on GMOs. You can go on the website, drjoe.com, and listen to them. So GMOs, not. I'm not a fan. So, Organic stevia can't have any type of uh, uh, genetically modified foods in it. Lohan, L-O-H-A-N. That's an option as well. Xylitol, which we may cover in a little bit here, is what's called a sugar alcohol. It really isn't an alcohol. Sort of is, but it's, it's not the alcohol you're thinking of. And that might be safe, too. Too much xylitol will give you diarrhea, though. So just be careful with that. So there's plenty of substitutes out there. And you're seeing a change. You're seeing a major change in what's happening in our food supply. Dairy industry a lot of major dairy farmers are going bankrupt i don't wish this on anyone please understand this i'm a capitalist everyone has a right to make a living. But what's happening is people are pulling away from dairy products because they're realizing they're not that good for you. And we've done shows on that. Go to our website, drjoe.com, and listen to the shows there. And they're going to things like uh, uh, chia seed milk and uh, uh, coconut milk, almond milk. So they're going to non-dairy substitutes. There's so many non-dairy butters out there now, butter substitutes. Even major companies are jumping on a bandwagon. You're seeing changes in the meat industry. You're seeing people going to plant-based meat. You're seeing a major fast food chains having a vegan option. And you're seeing so many companies now coming out with their own version of uh, vegan meatballs, vegan hamburgers, vegan uh, sausage. I think they're great. Now, they're not health foods, but they're healthier foods, if that makes sense to you. So uh, I'm, I'm okay with this. So you're seeing a major shift in the past year or so on everything we've been, I've been teaching for the past 35 years, 36 years now. So years ago, I used to joke, and I say, All right, this is, "I'm going to put this in the Dr. Joe was right column." Dr. Joe was right. Dr. Joe was right about dairy products. He's right about artificial sweeteners. Right about alcohol and meats and, and coffees and sodas and breads and cookies and cakes and donuts and processed. And the way to eat is the healthiest way to eat. I went to my high school reunion not long ago. I was by far the youngest-looking person there. What are you doing, Joe? Espo they used to call me. Espo, what are you doing, man? It's like, "Would you have surgery? you dye your hair? No. It's all because I just take care of myself. And it's cheaper than anything you're doing right now. The next trend, promise you, is going to be chiropractic care as primary care physicians. It's happening because we have a, a shortage of doctors. Doctors don't want to be doctors anymore. It costs too much money. The risk is too high. The profits aren't there. Doctors are saying to heck with this. I can become a computer engineer and make a heck of a lot more money without the stress. So you're seeing a shortage in doctors. Chiropractors are going to be the next primary care doctors. I, we are the primary care doctors for many of our patients. Now, we don't do drugs, we don't do surgery. If you need that, we refer you out. But this is the next trend in healthcare. So all these shows that you're listening to, and you have been listening to for years, are the trend. So if you're serious about wanting to get well, the minimum supplements you should be taking, Dr. Joe's Supergreens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source, go to the website, type in the seven deadly sins in nutrition. I have one show, we covered all in one show, and then we have it broken down like today's show, example, on artificial sweetener. Start eating more fruits and vegetables, more nuts and seeds. You'll feel better, you'll lose weight, you'll have more energy, you'll live longer. There's no reason not to do these things. And then if you have neck pain or back pain or shoulder pain, you're seeing this, uh, this meteoratic rise in people going to chiropractors for these pains and these issues. Because they're realizing it's the most, expect- most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain, neck pain, car accidents. If you've ever been in a car accident, folks, I'm on my knees begging you. Get chiropractic care. If the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. You may need medical care as well, but make sure chiropractic is part of your treatment. People bring their children to us and getting amazing results. So if you can get the nervous system working, the digestive system working, and good nutrition, you've got a health care plan. And you don't have to do artificial sweeteners, as you learned today. You can do other things to, to satisfy that sweetness, and it's better for you. So folks, if you have a health issue, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We want to be your doctors. You can go to our website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com, make an appointment to come see us. We accept most insurances. We try to match your insurance benefits if we can. We take Medicare. We want to help get you well and keep you well. The minimum supplements, again, Dr. Joe's supergreens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. I take nitric oxide, B-complex. I take omega-3 fatty acids. All of those are on the website, drjoe.com. I take them every day. If you don't know what to eat, you can go to our website, drjoe.com, and type in the search bar, so what can I eat? We have a whole hour we've done on... Breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, parties, how to stock your pantry, it's all there. We want to be your doctors. The website's there, 24 hours a day, drjoe.com. To make an appointment, you can do it right online. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Tell your friends about the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB radio app.